So today's one of my last sermons in West Moors. Um, it's certainly my last sermon for Pentecost, my last sermon for the month of May. So I thought I'd connect those two together with one of my favorite themes, uh, the relationship between Our Lady in her month of May and the Holy Spirit on this great feast of Pentecost. Um, and although that is a theme you've heard me speak about before, I'm going to say some slightly different things today. But Our Lady is, one of her titles is Spouse of the Holy Spirit. She has this unique relationship with the Holy Spirit. Now why is this important and helpful? Well, to many people, the Holy Spirit can be difficult to relate to. He can seem odd, different. That when we picture him, he's a dove. He's not even, you know, doesn't look like a person. But although he's difficult to visualize, he's easy to recognize in his effects. And the scriptures, you know, particularly the, the letters of the Galatians, lists 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit. Fruits that are produced in those who allow the Holy Spirit to be active in them. And among those are peace, joy, patience, and love, that divine charity itself within us. But maybe even as I list those fruits, they might sound abstract. Peace, you know, what's, what's that? What does that look like? Well, this is where Our Lady can be helpful because she manifested all these things in her life. She had patience and peace as she stood at the foot of the cross. She had joy that when she, the, the Magnificat, the visitation to Elizabeth, she was so filled with joy as she sang, burst into that hymn of praise of God, my soul glorifies the Lord. And she had charity, she had love. That is, you know, our first reference to her in the Gospels, um, as soon as the angel Gabriel leaves her and she's been told she's pregnant, she doesn't think about her own health, her own concern. No, she rushes to her cousin Elizabeth, who she's heard is pregnant. And as the Gospels say, stayed with her and cared for her in her pregnancy. So Our Lady had, Our Lady manifested these fruits of the Holy Spirit. But these fruits that were manifested in her, they didn't spring from nowhere. They sprang from her relationship with the Holy Spirit. And we can map that out in, in the Gospel texts. So at the Annunciation, when the angel Gabriel came to her, the angel said, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And she was filled. Then at the visitation to Elizabeth, that it says, the babe in her cousin Elizabeth's womb leapt filled with the Spirit, sensing Our Lady's presence, sensing Our Lady, the Christ-bearer, bringing him to. The babe leapt filled with the Holy Spirit. Then at the cross, 
when the Spirit was breathed forth by Jesus as he hung on the cross, she was there at the foot of the cross. And then finally at Pentecost, when the apostles were panicked, when the apostles were in fear, well, we read that it was around her that they gathered as they waited for the Spirit to come. So, for the many who don't feel the Holy Spirit, for the many who can feel that he's distant or vague, who hear of peace and joy and patience, but those seem far away, well, who can we turn to to help us? Our Lady. She's the one we can turn to, to find the Holy Spirit, to have the fruits of the Holy Spirit manifested in them. And let me point to two things we can look to our, in Our Lady as examples in her behaviour. So first, she was docile to the will of God. She did what God wanted. And so the Holy Spirit found room to dwell in her heart. And likewise with us. If we don't get filled with my things to do, but are open to what God wants us to do, to the will of the other, then the Holy Spirit can have space to dwell in us too. Secondly, she prayed. So scripture repeatedly indicates her contemplative nature. It repeatedly uses this phrase, she pondered all these things in her heart. And it was, as I said already, around her prayer at Pentecost that the apostles were gathered. And so if we look to her example, then we too must pray if the Holy Spirit is going to come to us. So Our Lady gives us an example, her doing the will of God, her being a person of prayer. But it's not just that she gives us an example of how to relate to the Holy Spirit. She's also a powerful mother in heaven. She's the mother that the Lord has appointed to watch over us. The saints repeatedly teach us that whatever she asks of God, he does. He denies her not, as the great hymn puts it. And why? Because while she was on earth, she was sinless. She denied him. And so she is now a powerful mother in heaven to care for me, to care for you. So to sum that all up, I want the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I want the fruits of the Holy Spirit to be manifested in my life. But maybe by myself, I don't know how. Maybe by myself, they can seem strange and he can seem strange. But those gifts, those fruits have been manifested before, manifested in the life of the sinless Blessed Virgin Mary, our mother. And she can ask for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit into our hearts. She can ask that all those obstacles in my heart that stop the Holy Spirit coming might be removed. 
So if we turn to her, if we entrust ourselves to her in this, her month of May, then those fruits of the Holy Spirit can be ours too.